No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Thank you for joining us. Monday night edition Daily Boogie fucking podcast. Let's go. Come on now. Come on now. As always, tonight's recommended drink is cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, bland brand, no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast right here at 7 p.m. Like it always is. Like it always is. Every single time. On time, every time. Thank you for joining us. As always, we've got so much to get through and so little time. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow us on Twitter at Bumper. Very serious things to cover today. There was a lot of talk in the chat, the pre-start chat, uh, about going pantsless in the chat room. Very interesting. Very interesting reading there. Some advocates of going pantsless. I'll tell you a fun story. When I didn't have the uh, the air conditioner in a studio, I would go pantsless regularly. Do you know how fucking hot it gets in these rooms with this equipment in Australia? You've got no idea. No idea. And let me tell you something. In Australia, ball sweat is a fucking killer. It's one of our biggest. It's one of our biggest problems in this country. So word to the wise, to the ladies, um, if you come to Australia and you're looking to find yourself an Aussie guy, be very certain he wears boxer shorts. There's got to be a lot of air circulation down there in the sweaty Australian summers. Otherwise, you're probably going to get a rash. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. (laughs) You have been forewarned. And this show tonight's all about forewarning. It's all about, you know what it's about? It's about telling the fucking truth because here on this show, we love, we love our corporate media because they never lie to us. They always tell us what's true all the time. I trust them. Yes. It's another Media Watch Monday here on the Daily Boogie podcast. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to leave a tip uh, during tonight's proceedings, incidentally, there's a couple of ways you can do it. Streamlabs.com, buymeacoffee.com where you can purchase a beer. I know it's confusing. Uh, you can also grab some lemons, leave those sour little suckers in my fruit bowl, or you can head to YouTube if you want, if you so please. If you've got a couple of bucks jangling around in your pocket, then, I, I don't know, there's a hat there. There's a hat there on the ground in front of this digital busker. That's all I'm doing is busking on the internet. So if you like my tune, if you like my trumpet playing, then, you know, show some love. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Like I said, so much to get through. Uh, tonight... We're going to take a little, it's another Media Watch Monday. We've got a couple of bases we need to round and a couple of people we need to touch base with because, ladies and gentlemen, news is happening so fast and they they do their best to keep on top of things, don't they? They really do. I really love our corporate media because I think they do a fucking amazing job, a fantastic job. So how about we start here tonight with what was obviously the biggest story of the weekend. Who the fuck are you? Jim N-word in the chat. What was obviously the biggest story of the weekend. How about this, though? What about a little bit of context? Special shout out to Tom Elliott on Twitter, who always tweets out like good little snippet-sized little tweets 
little clips. Uh, he's the founder of Grabian Media, incidentally. And that's all their website is. You, you go to Grabian Media and it's just like, you know, 30 to one minute clips, 30 seconds to one minute clips. Bang, 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 bang. All the way up the page. Fucking resourceful motherfucker. So shout out to Tom Elliott, <laughs> who tweeted these out earlier today. I just want to get a, a grounding here. I want to get a baseline because, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, on this show, because we are now part of Team YouTube, valued member of Team YouTube, thank you, Susan, or as I like to call her, Suze. Suze got in touch with me over the weekend. She said, you know what, Boogs? Uh, you have full editorial control over your podcast. I said, well, thank you, Suze. That's why you hired me. That's why you brought me on here at Team YouTube, I'm sure. She said, yes, you do have full editorial control. However, we would like it if you could spend a little bit more time talking about the vaccines and stuff and what a great job they're doing and how everybody should get one as quickly as possible because, you know, got to keep people safe. So so she asked, she asked me, can you do me this personal favour books? And I said, you know what, Suze, for you, fucking anything, babe. Anything you want, Suze. So for a little bit of context, just to cover off what's been happening over the weekend, in the Wayback Machine, get back in the time machine, step back in fucking time, uh, the great Dr. Fauci, who's never wrong about anything, had this to say not that long ago. I mean, do you believe or is there evidence that SARS-CoV-2 was made in the lab in China or accidentally released from a lab in China? Well, you know, there's two issues. If you was he eating then? <laughs> that sounded that sounded like chewing and smacking, didn't it? He was either eating or putting his dentures in, one or the other. It's I think he was snacking during this interview. Was I guess it's not out of the realm possible. Was he so fucking busy? However long ago this was recorded, was he so busy back then that he couldn't even have lunch? No, no, I've just got to go on. First I'm I'm doing MSNBC in the morning at 7 o'clock and then at 7.10 I'm going on CNN and 7.25 it's going to be the ABC Gypsy of Diamonds with the Diamond Virgil steals the Diamond Jewel Gypsy he's doing a Pelosi ah oh, the lip smacking we go smackers for lip smackers lip smackers we go ape over grape bubble gum is so yum you reckon he's drinking? <laughs> Do you think he's drunk? I don't know. He doesn't seem like a drinker to me. I've had a lot of drinks with a lot of different people. If I sidled up to the bar and saw this cat waiting there at the bar, I would just assume he's the designated driver. Or he's the guy who, you know, has the worst day at work possible. He gets home, his wife's fucking his best friend or something. Uh, you know, this cat, on the way to the bar, the car breaks down. He has to take the bus and then he sits there and says, fuck this, I'll have one shot of whiskey, please. And that's it. And then he sits on it for an hour or two and then gets up and leaves. Wow, that went straight to my head. Seems like that kind of a cat. So I don't know if he's a big drinker or not. He might be, who knows? Could be doing a Pelosi. All right, let's go. Leave, or is there evidence that SARS-CoV-2 was made in the lab in China or accidentally released from a lab in China? Well, you know, there's two issues. If you look at the evolution... Somebody got a napkin? I got, I got chili dribbling down my chin. I specifically told that little 
I specifically told that little asshole at the subway, no extra sauce. Do you believe this shit? Look at this tie. ...of the virus in bats and what's out there now mm. is very, very strongly leaning towards this could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated. Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. You know, what I love most about Dr. Fauci is he's always 100% on the money. He's always accurate. And what we need in order to get past, because there's not only is there a virus epidemic, ladies and gentlemen, a virus pandemic, there's also a pandemic of misinformation out there. And we can't have people spreading this misinformation. Like, you know, you know, there are some conspiracy theorists on the internet. I don't know if this may be shocking to you. So if you're standing, sit down. If you're sitting, lie down. And if you're driving, pull over. This could be shocking. There are some conspiracy theorists out there, ladies and gentlemen, get this, who don't believe that the virus was natural. Can you believe that? There are some conspiracy theorists out there who believe that it's possible that this thing may have started in a lab. Can you believe that they believe that? These dangerous conspiracy theorists? So what do we have to say about that? Dr. Fauci, please. Or as I like to call him, the truthful Dr. Fauci. Well, you know, there, there's two issues. If you look at the evolution mm. of the virus in bats and what's out there. It's evolution, baby. Now, it's very, very strongly leaning towards this could not have been could artificially not. or deliberately no. manipulated. Good. The way the mutations have naturally evolved. Yes, it just... Just very, very strongly, very, very, very strongly. Couldn't happen. No way. Never happened here. A <laughs> number of very qualified evolutionary biologists uh -huh. have the said experts. that everything. The experts we're talking about. thing about the stepwise evolution over time mm. strongly indicates strongly. that evolved in nature and then jumped species. Okay. It's very natural. It jumps species. Nothing to see here. Put those blogs away, you conspiracy theorists. Here's another one from CNN. <clears throat> heard President Trump, we have heard Secretary of State Mike Pompeo make the claim that they have seen evidence uh -huh. that the coronavirus began as part of a lab accident in Wuhan, China. What Can you believe that? <laughs> I mean, flashback to, there's got to be a date on here somewhere. They'll come up with a date. I'm sure well, it's 2020. CNN reported overnight. It's, it, well, it's obviously a clip from 2020 because they said President Trump. They don't call him President Trump anymore. They barely they barely say his name anymore. So all the way back to 2020, can you believe, ladies and gentlemen, that there were people spreading this kind of misinformation? Donald Trump spreading his lies and misinformation. Mike Pompeo spreading his lies and misinformation. Can you believe that such a thing was taking place? Luckily, the good Dr. Fauci is on hand to steer us in the right direction and say we're very, very, very strongly against the idea that this could be anything except natural. Owned Dr. Fauci slams President Trump. <laughs> Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci fucking destroys President Trump's narrative on the coronavirus. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Come on, Fauci. Because he's that good. All roads lead back to Trump, yes. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo make the claim that they have seen evidence 
that the coronavirus began as part of a lab accident in Wuhan, China. Well, CNN reported overnight that the five eyes. The minister of fun, Kimmy. But see, the difference is when Trump tells the truth, he's lying. But when Fauci lies, he's being honest. Come on, this isn't hard. These are America's closest allies in the intelligence community uh-huh. are now saying, that's not the evidence we've seen. The evidence we've <laughs> seen points us to animal-to-human transmission. And the- ah, so not only was it the world's smartest microbiologist, Mr. Fauci was talking about, but also, ladies and gentlemen, the bastion of truth, the bastion of honesty, the shining light in, in, a, in an otherwise dark world, ladies and gentlemen, the CIA and other, other intelligence community members. Well, I mean, if they say it couldn't possibly have started in a lab, they would know, wouldn't they? They would know. What are you, what are you, what are you some kind of science denier? Huh? Huh? Look at this fucking idiot on the internet. Eh? Look at all of these fucking idiots on the internet. Who thinks that it was started in a lab? Can you fucking believe it? Ben K. Veritas with the diamond, but there's six eyes. Remember Israel? Who can forget Israel? They won't let us forget Israel. Israel's always going to be in the news, at least for at least for a while. Well, don't worry, we'll get to that later on. So, I mean, look, what can I tell you? Pompeo was lying. Trump was lying. There was a lot of conspiracy theory out there about the origin of the coronavirus. Thankfully, we didn't have to see too many of these dangerous science deniers on the internet because the very responsible platforms, like such, for example, our platform here at Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, Susan, or as I like to call her Suze, I call her Suze, because we get on, you know, really well. Get on really well. So thankfully, all of these platforms did the very responsible thing and removed these people from the internet. And for that, they should be... They should be commended because, I mean, we can't have people going around spreading lies, even if it's like Mike Pompeo, Donald Trump, whoever. Voice of Reason with the Diamond, Fauci more 180s than a professional skateboarder. Oh, he does more 180s than a professional skateboarder. There you go. Obviously, I'm very cool because I picked up that skateboarding reference like, (laughs) Obviously, a big skateboarder. He's your boy books. So let's carry on. Hopefully they clear this up because, like I said, this was back from 2020. And we knew then that this couldn't possibly be anything to do with a lab. Remember, the World Health Organization also came out and said, look, we've, we don't see any evidence that this was in any way connected to a lab, okay? A lab in China. We've got no reason to believe that whatsoever. In fact, there were stories going around at the time, cast your mind back, Uh, where the U.S. military was being accused of transporting the virus to China, then releasing it and then coming back. That was an accusation that was also going around at the time. So let's not write anything off here. But what we do know is it's definitely a natural thing. We already know this. These are America's closest allies in the intelligence community are now saying... That's not the evidence we've seen. No, the evidence no. we've seen points us to animal-to-human yes, transmission. And the Australian course. press is even saying it yeah. clearly as well. The Australians are flat out saying, yeah, the evidence points to animal-to-human transmission. Hey, Australia. Australia weighing in. <laughs> All of these countries are having a conversation. Australia's like up at the back of the room with their hand up. You got something to say about this, Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we definitely believe that uh, this was definitely what you're saying it is. Thanks, Australia. Thanks for chipping in. 
Hey, Australia already said that. <laughs> Australia already said that this couldn't possibly have come from a lab. That's all the research we need. Thank you, Australia. Australia, the golden-haired boy. They would never tell the. They would never tell an untruth. Mission here. So what's going on? Well, they say they've seen evidence, but they haven't shown anyone else the evidence, and that's the key distinction. Um, the uh, uh, scientific research has suggested strongly, shown strongly, uh, according to Anthony Fauci, that this was not a concocted virus. This. <laughs> hey, trust the science. What have I said on this show before about that term, trust the science? This is exactly what I was talking about. This is how it plays out. Have, have a listen to this again and see if you can pick up what I'm putting down here. Has suggested strongly, key distinction. Um, the uh, uh, scientific research has suggested strongly, shown strongly, uh, according to Anthony Fauci, that this was not a concocted virus. This was not something okay. that the Chinese created. Okay. So the, the evidence suggests. Now, how many times on this show have we spoken about people who overuse the term trust the science? The overwhelming majority of them, 99.99999% of them, couldn't because when somebody says to me trust the science you know what i ask them the first question is i say okay name one name one and they go what do you mean i say name a scientist like which scientist are you referring to what work what paper what study are you referring to when you when you tell me to trust the science i say okay which scientist because you know science as a like an umbrella term there's a lot of shit that we're trusting there so we're just talking about this specific thing so tell me if I'm if I'm to trust the science. Okay, good. Now tell me which one. And 99 times out of 100, you'll get nothing but a dopey ass fucking blank look staring back at you. Because for people who use that term, trust the science unironically, what they really mean is trust the politician or media personality who's telling you to trust the science. Because they, they wouldn't fucking know one if they fell over one in the street. They can't tell you one paper. They can't tell you one study. They can't tell you one name attached to one paper or one study. They say trust the science because the politicians they like and the media personalities they like say it. And, you know, Jim Cornette style, he's exposing the goddamn business. This guy just let the cat out of the bag. He said, well, you know, the, the evidence suggests, the science, the experts strongly suggest, well, according to Dr. Fauci. Oh, so you, don't, you wouldn't fucking know. So your version of trust the science means trust whatever Fauci says. Which is, of course, the correct thing to do because Dr. Anthony Fauci is never wrong. He's the expert. He's the, be he's the foremost virology, expert on virology in the fucking world, like, in the universe. There's nobody better. We couldn't possibly be in better hands with anybody else at the helm, thankfully, because he never gets anything wrong. So trust the science. Trust the science means trust the person who's telling you to trust the science. And that's the key distinction. Um, the uh, uh, scientific research has suggested strongly, shown strongly, uh, according to Anthony Fauci, that this was not a concocted virus. This was not something that the Chinese created as a bioweapon uh, in a virology lab to uh, harm other people. Yes. Now, 
Uh, is it possible that it was the result? It was naturally harvested. Uh, it it uh, was uh, animal to human transmission. Obviously. Okay. So the intelligence community, yes, correct. The experts, correct. Trust the science, correct. Dr. Anthony Fauci, correct. CNN, correct. Everybody nailed it. Uh, this, ladies and gentlemen, is from this morning. It's a new day, a brand new day. Careful what you are calling old, Brianna Kaler. <laughs> Good morning to our viewers here morning, in the United Peter. States and around the world. It is Monday, May 24th, and this morning you rep... Thank you, Veritas, with a diamond. Fauci is, Fauci is the bat that spread the corona. Well, that's a, that's a new theory. Can someone please remove Benkei Veritas from the chat for spreading misinformation? I mean, we know it didn't come from... We know it just naturally evolved. We've heard it. The experts. The experts have told us. The intelligence community has told us what happened. So what, what more do we need to know? And remember that ridiculous former president. I mean, he said otherwise. Mike Pompeo said that's wrong. I mean, these guys were just whack jobs and loons. They need to be kicked off the internet immediately for getting this wrong. That's spreading misinformation. I only listen to the experts. Revelations are fueling fresh debate over the origins of the coronavirus what? pandemic. What? According to a U.S. intelligence report, oh. several scientists at a lab in Wuhan in China oh. Oh. had to be hospitalized oh. with an unknown illness in November of 2019. That's just before the oh. pandemic began. Oh, no, that was a different thing, bro. That wasn't that wasn't COVID. That was something else, mate. <laughs> Back then, it was called the mystery virus. So you see, it doesn't really count. Totally different thing. Who knew? Yeah. Remember, the intelligence community has already told us uh, where this came from, ladies and gentlemen. We we already know where this started. Heard President Trump. We have heard Secretary of State Mike Pompeo make the claim that they have seen evidence uh -huh. that the coronavirus began as part of a lab accident in Wuhan, China. Well, CNN reported overnight that the Five Eyes, these are America's closest allies in the intelligence community, yep. are now saying, that's not the evidence we've seen. The evidence... Oh, that's not the evidence we've seen. The intelligence community, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> coronavirus pandemic, according to... Uh, and for those who are observant enough, Yes, it is the same host, unironically, the same host from the same show on the same topic, taking the complete opposite angle and pretending like it wasn't even a thing. Just just plowing through. See? This is this is what I refer to. This is what I'm talking about when we talk about things like information blitzkrieg. Like it's not an intentionally cheesy term. I'm trying to like sum it up as best I can. With the tanks, the tanks of talking points and narratives and news and info and droplets of information and stuff, it's charging across the battlefield faster than people can run. And you know, before you know it, they've already broken through your line, your first line of defense, and they're heading towards the city. And you're still back here on the battlefield, kind of, you know, six months later saying, whoa, geez, you know. I really don't think this is a good idea. I really think XXY. But they've already moved on from that debate. They're, now they're now six months ahead. You know, they're not talking about whether or not uh, vaccine passports are a good idea. They're talking about how quickly can we roll them out, right? 
They're not talking about should certain public health measures, for example, become mandatory. They're talking about um, what should be the punishment if people don't get it. Right? They've already moved on with the conversation. And many of us are still back here arguing the point, thinking that it's still relevant, not realizing that they've already decided, they've already moved past that. They have a conversation around you and above you, but they never really listen to what you think. They don't really care what you think. The point is to make you think that not many people agree with you. That you're kind of on the out. Oh, look at this fucking idiot. We were talking about that six months ago. Forget about that. It's over. We're moving on to this thing now. What are you, some kind of fringe science denier? What are you, some kind of conspiracy theorist? Didn't you hear? Didn't you hear? Dr. Anthony Fauci said very strongly that this could is probably natural. And I mean, the intelligence community around the world also said the same thing. So you had people at the time saying that uh, this may have been some kind of accident from a lab. Clearly, they need to be removed from the internet for saying these things, because this is just conspiracy theory. U.S. intelligence report, several scientists at a lab in Wuhan in China had to be hospitalized with an unknown Wuhan, Wu got you all a jack. Illness in November of 2019. That's just yes. before the pandemic began. Hmm. Overnight. The mystery illness, one day before it started. <laughs> Mate, we'll give them a month. How about that? We'll say a month before it started, four guys got sick from a mystery virus. Oh. <laughs> and then a month later, it was something else. We had, a, we had a name for it later on. <laughs> it wasn't a mystery anymore. So that doesn't count. That's a completely different category. Mystery virus? Don't, you don't lump those into the total numbers. That would be unfair. The director of the Wuhan lab told yeah. Chinese state media the intelligence uh -huh. report is, quote, a complete lie. Oh. In the meantime, the World Health Organization is expected well, now, to discuss... Now I'm very confused, though, because last year I was told that what China, we must believe what China is telling us. I was told this last year, remember that? Especially when the previous president was in office, we were being told, no, 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 no. Everything that guy says is wrong. Trust the science, trust the experts, trust the intelligence community, trust the Chinese government. They're not lying. Remember, we've played the clips on this show. China is most transparent country. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Why you no trust China? China can be a friend to you. What's a country like you doing in a world like it is? China can be your friend. <laughs> so, you know, we were trusting, trusting China, trusting Dr. Fauci more than anybody else, trusting the intelligence community, trusting the experts, trusting the media. We've been trusting everybody that we've been told to trust here on this program. And now it seems that CNN, I don't know what's come over them. I don't know what's going on. Oh my God. Oh, it's all oh, they got. I'm going to fade out. It seems like the story has changed. And I don't understand. It's very confusing and scary. Please set us straight.
Dr. Fauci. Just before the pandemic began. Yeah. Mystery elements. Overnight, the Mystery director virus. of the Wuhan lab told Chinese state media the intelligence report is, quote, uh -huh. a complete lie. Complete lie. In the meantime, the World Health Organization is expected to discuss the next phase of its origin investigation at okay. a meeting currently underway. Yes. Dr. Anthony Fauci, who has previously been skeptical of the Wuhan lab theory, recently... That's one way of saying very, very, very strongly... Well, he was skeptical. Well, that's one way of putting it. Another way of putting it would be to let him put it uh, himself. <laughs> How about we do that? Uh, here's a clip of Dr. Fauci last year being skeptical. <laughs> I mean, do you believe or is there evidence that SARS-CoV-2 was made in the lab in China Show me or your skepticism. released from a lab in China? Well, you know, there's two issues. If you look at the evolution uh -huh. of the virus in bats <clears throat> yep. and what's out there now yes. is very, very strongly very leaning strong. towards this could not have been could artificially not. or deliberately. Very strongly leaning. The way the mutations have naturally evolved. Mm. Yep. And, and what, and what of the experts? Evolutionary biologists yes, have one. said that everything about the stepwise evolution over time yes. strongly indicates strongly. that evolved in nature. Okay. and then jumped species. Okay, so you can see there, <clears throat> clearly, uh, Dr. Fauci was being, that's what we call being sceptical here on CNN. Okay. He wasn't sure. He wasn't sure. He was kind of sceptical of this whole idea. The intelligence report is, quote, a complete lie. Complete lie. In the meantime, the World Health Organization is expected to discuss the next phase of its origin investigation at a meeting currently underway. Dr. Anthony Fauci, who has previously been skeptical of the Wuhan lab theory, recently <laughs> said this. What do you say? There's a lot of cloudiness around the origins of COVID-19. Oh, now it's cloudy now. What are you talking about? I just heard, I just heard a clip from the same show. Last year, you weren't, there was no cloudiness here. Please show me the cloudiness. <laughs> is, is this the cloudiness? Is this the skepticism now? Heard President Trump. We have heard Secretary of State Show Mike me Pompeo this cloudiness you speak of. Make the claim that they have seen evidence. Have they? That the coronavirus began as part of a lab Misinformation accident in Wuhan, spreaders. China. Well, CNN reported overnight CNN that the Five Eyes, these proud. are America's closest allies in the yeah. intelligence community, yes. are now saying that's not the evidence that's we've seen. That's not we seen. have. We haven't we've seen, seen that evidence. Points us to animal to human transmission. The evidence the we've seen says the even saying it clearly as well. The, the Aussie said it clearly saying, too. Yeah, the evidence points to animal to human transmission yeah. here. So it doesn't, this doesn't sound very cloudy at all, does it? In fact, they seem very sure of themselves, don't they? Well, it's always been a little bit cloudy. <laughs> Didn't sound that cloudy. Sounded pretty fucking confident, if you don't mind me saying so. And why wouldn't you be confident? You know why? Because the intelligence community and the experts all agree. Dr. Fauci agrees. Couldn't possibly. Very strongly leaning. Very unlikely. Yeah, I'm confident in saying so. Yeah, everything was a little bit cloudy back then. What's going on? Well, they say they've seen evidence, but they haven't shown Happy anyone Hanukkah, else the evidence. They haven't seen any evidence. Oh. Minister of Fun underscore Kimmy tipped $5.
Okay, hear me out. Mm-hmm. The chat is saying Fauci is a vampire. Ah. Vampires are bad. Fauci donated to Wuhan lab. Virus came from the lab, but it also came from a bat at the lab. Ah. That bat is Fauci. <laughs> Thank you very much, Minister of Fun. Conquering the worm through the ditches and burn through the witches and slam in the back of my Dracula. Thank you for the clip, Jimmy. I've got to try and play less uh, copyright stuff because I've been getting like a fucking mountain of copyrights on the channel. <laughs> Every episode, like five or six copyrights. Not the takedown ones, but just like, hey, letting you know. I never used to get that many. Must be part of being on Team YouTube. But yeah. One of the funniest things, I haven't been able to enjoy Rob Zombie like I used to because years and years ago, a guy I was living with, we were both playing in bands, and I had like a, a white zombie clip or something, a white zombie CD playing. And he's like, ugh. And I said, what, you don't like Rob Zombie? It's fucking, it's, it's rocking. And he goes, he goes, I can't listen to Rob Zombie because he says yeah too much. I said, what do you mean? He goes, haven't you noticed how many times he uses yeah in a song? I'm like, no, I haven't. And then I started listening. And then that's all I could hear. And he was right. Like Rob Zombie, every single line, basically, in every song. It's like, you know, yeah. (laughs) At the end of every single line. More human than human. Yeah. 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 And then once I heard all of the years, that's all I could hear. And then ever since, I haven't been able to listen to Rob Zombie anymore. He does. Of course he does. Thank you for the tip, Mr. Fun. Kimmy, very generous. All right, where were we? So there was some cloudiness. There was some cloudiness back then in the day. Nobody really understood what we were dealing with here. Sure, sure, at the time here on CNN, on the exact same show, we were saying, Hey, look, we've we've asked the experts, the intelligence community have said, didn't come from a lab, don't listen to this, you know, science-denying misinformation spreader in the White House, forget about him. The World Health Organization is expected to discuss the next phase of its origin investigation at a meeting currently underway. Dr. Anthony Fauci, who has previously been skeptical of the Wuhan lab theory, recently yeah. said this. Theory. There's a lot of cloudiness around the origins of COVID-19 still. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so I wanted to ask, are you still confident that it developed naturally? No, I'm not convinced uh, about that. I think that we should continue to investigate mm. what went on in China until we find out to the best of our ability yes. exactly what happened. Oh, I, I, what? Dr. Fauci? Dr. Fauci, what are you saying to us, Dr. Fauci? It seems like it's a the story's a little bit different from what it was before, doesn't it? I mean, hang on. I'll, let me see if I can pick it up here. In China or accidentally released from Sound, a lab in There's China. something not right about this. Well, you know, there, there's two issues. Yeah. If you look at the evolution of the virus in bats and what's out there now. Yeah. Is very, very strongly, strongly leaning towards this could not have been Couldn't artificially have been. or deliberately. Trust the science. Trust the, the science, ladies and gentlemen. Naturally evolved. Yeah. yeah. A number of very qualified evolutionary biologists 
have said that everything about this. Lou Ferrigno in the chat, Fauci's about to have a scandal. I've been saying for fucking months on this show that uh, he'll end up getting Avenatied, you know, because this is the this is what they do. They get themselves, you know, a nice little kind of lightning rod, a polarizing character. They turn them into a hero, and then when they've outlived their usefulness, they throw them on the scrap heap. Remember, remember fucking Avenatti? Remember at one point, the CNNs of the world were claiming that he's going to be the next fucking president. Michael Avenatti. They were legitimately having interviews with him. It was like he never left the CNN office. I thought he had an office there or at least a sleeping bag on the floor of Brian Stelter's office. Something. He probably had his own mug. But they were legit bringing him on, saying, are you going to run for president, huh? Everybody loves you. Everybody loves what you do, Mr. Avenatti. And then, you know, when that first story broke, that's all it took. And then the whole machine turned their guns around and faced the other way. Just like that. Whoa, whoa, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Sorry, Michael, you've got to go. Because he'd outlived his usefulness. There's no loyalty here with these people. So uh, the time will come when their next superstar will get... I'm calling it the Avenatti now. You're going to get Avenatti'd. We're going to turn his name into a verb. Is it a verb? I think it's a verb. Me fail English? That's impossible. (laughs) Come on, let's get back to what the experts are saying here. We should continue to investigate... What went on in I'm China until we find out. I'm to not the best convinced. Of- this so is so cloudy. I don't naturally. understand. No, I'm not convinced uh, about that. I think that we should continue to investigate what went on in China until we find out to the best of our ability exactly what happened. Wow. Ah. All right, joining us now, CNN senior medical correspondent. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Host. Would you like to address your previous claims that the intelligence community said that this isn't possible? Hello. Would you like to retract your previous statement? What previous statement? This previous statement. Here's our guy again, one more time, just for the slow people out there. Here's our guy, the same host on the same show, talking about the same topic last year. Heard President Trump. We have heard Secretary of State Mike Pompeo make the claim that they have seen evidence that the coronavirus began as part of a lab accident in Wuhan, China. Well, CNN reported overnight that the Five Eyes, these are America's closest allies in the intelligence community, are now saying, that's not the evidence we've seen. The evidence we've seen points us to animal to human transmission. Okay, now would you like to uh, redress your statement? Would you like to address your statement, sir? skeptical of the Wuhan lab theory recently said this. There's a lot of cloudiness around the origins of COVID-19 still. Um, So I wanted to ask, are you still confident that it developed naturally? No, I'm not convinced uh, about that. I think that we should continue to investigate what went on in China until we find out to the best of our ability exactly what happened. The favorite, my favorite part, my favorite part about this for me, right? When now we're at this stage where the story will change, right? The all the reporting is going to shift 180 degrees, and all of a sudden it's going to be up for grabs again. 
The same shit that people were getting kicked off platforms for saying six months ago is now going to become like the, oh, but that's not the funny part. The funny part is everybody who's just going to pretend like the, the previous six months never happened. Trust me, they're going to be everywhere. Because this is the confidence routine that we've talked about on this show so often. People will call you a conspiracy theorist until signs start pointing to it being true and then they'll forget that they called you a conspiracy theorist and instead pretend like it's a good idea that should have happened all along. And they'll still call you a conspiracy theorist even when it happens. Remember the chap we, we ran an eye over on Twitter last week about the vaccine passport and he said, good. Good. I'm glad that they're bringing out a vaccine passport. Can't wait for the conspiracy theorists to start crying. <laughs> and everyone was kind of like, crying about what? That they were right? And he's like, no, they weren't right. This was always going to happen. <laughs> so in that guy's mind, the only way to be a conspiracy theorist is to be wrong all the time because the second you are proven right, it ceases to be a, cons a conspiracy and is therefore a good idea. And here we are again. Now you're going to see all of these talking heads are just going to start saying, they're going to start pretending like they never said the opposite. And the people that you talk to who listen to the talking heads, they're going to start saying things that you were saying six months ago and they were calling you a conspiracy theorist for. They're going to start saying, I really think that we need to investigate this lab. I'm with Dr. Fauci. <laughs> And you're going to say, hang on, we talked about this and you said it was a natural thing and I was a science denier and it's wrong because, you know, Trump and Pompeo and other people said that this is how it happened. So obviously they were lying. But now you're saying what I was saying. <laughs> Look, it's always been cloudy. Nobody ever said. They could just, they'll just tell you to your face. They'll, and it's, they won't even be lying, though. That's the thing. They'll think that they always thought it was cloudy and uncertain because that's what the media is telling them to think. And if you think I'm lying, if you think I'm being cloudy and uncertain, try. Just try it out. Get in touch with one of your friends who listens to this shit. See what they do. <laughs> They'll probably say, no, 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 it was always cloudy. And Dr. Fauci said we need to keep investigating. What, are you against investigating? No, I was for it six months ago when you said not to. I was for it when you were calling me a conspiracy theorist for being for it. Now you're for it. Yeah, well, I've always been for it. I think we should get to the truth. You're the one who's afraid of the truth, you fucking maggotard. <laughs> you're going to be wasting your time because that's what they're going to do. Let's carry on. And in senior medical correspondent Elizabeth Cohen and CNN's David Culver yes. in Shanghai, David reported from inside okay. Wuhan. Let's, get as it. The let's hear it from began. the experts. Elizabeth, let's start with you. Okay. And this intelligence report, yeah. scientists hospitalized ah. in November, which we didn't know. No, we didn't know. We, knew we didn't know. <laughs> See that? See that? See the shit that you were talking about six months ago that they actively said was a lie and a conspiracy theory and misinformation and science denial and shit? Now, they'll now just openly tell you, oh, no, that wasn't even a conversation point. You see, because it's not real until Fauci or somebody like him says so. That's when it becomes real. It's not real until they say it. 
if you say something's happened before they say it, they'll they'll say straight to your face, no, no, you're making it up. It's all bullshit. And then it could be a week later, a month later, six months later, they'll start saying the same thing. And you'll say, hey, I was talking about that. And they'll go, no, you weren't. We never heard this before. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Knew that they were sick. But to hear that they were hospitalized yeah. takes it to a different level. So Does let's it? take a look at what we've learned. Oh, so. please tell me what we've learned, sweetheart. Tell me what we're learning here. <laughs> Woo! Tell me, because you know what I love? You know what I love most about the corporate media is they love to keep us informed, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about keeping us informed with the truth, shining a light in the dark corners of the world to expose us to real information. This is an authoritative source, by the way. Tell us what we learn. <laughs> Tell them what they've learned, Bob. The big thing that we've learned here, CNN has learned from intelligence sources, uh -huh. is that these folks were hospitalized. There's reason Folksy to believe folks. they were hospitalized in the fall of 2019. Really? Accidental lab infections have happened in previous outbreaks. For example, all, all of a sudden. <laughs> Look. Some of the best scientists in the world say that the evidence strongly leans towards this being a natural evolution, jumping from one species to the next. Dr. Fauci destroys conspiracy theories. Destroys them. I mean, did you hear about... Hi, Bob. Welcome to the show. Did you hear about these crazy, whacked-out science deniers who were talking about potential lab accidents six months ago? I mean, <laughs> can you believe that they don't even trust the science? Can you believe these science deniers? No, well, I didn't even hear of that. I didn't even know about that. Wow, we only just, we're only finding out about this now. Did you know that there have been lab accidents in the past that have caused, caused spreads of viruses? Did you know that? No! I had no idea. Nobody ever mentioned that before. <laughs> they really do. They really do fucking hate you. They hate you because that's the level of respect they treat you with. Fucking zero. Zero. They fucking detest you and me and all of us. Because that's, that's how much they're willing to just fucking slap you in the face. They'll tell you to your face that this is a new story. Hey, we didn't even know about this. Never heard about this. Never heard this theory before. <clears throat> Unbelievable. You know, I don't know why more people don't trust the corporate media. Exactly. Haters are going to hate. See, the reason that you don't trust the corporate media is because you love Donald Trump too much. <laughs> and he's the one who told... Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson are the reason you don't like us here in the corporate press. It's got nothing to do with what we do. We're only honest. We only tell the truth here in the corporate press. Hi, David reported from inside Wuhan as the pandemic began. Elizabeth, let's start with you and this intelligence report. Scientists... Mm. 
hospitalized yeah. in November, which we didn't know. Remember, it's no, always been know. cloudy. We knew that they were sick, but to hear that they were hospitalized yeah. takes it to a different level. It's a different so level now. let's take a look now. at what we've learned. Tell so, us. The big thing that we've learned here, CNN has learned from intelligence sources, yeah. is that these folks were hospitalized. Folks There's reason to believe they were hospitalized in the fall of 2019. Really? Accidental lab infections have happened in previous outbreaks, for example, SARS in 2004. Oh, also, really? that China interrupted, sort of impeded the ability to oh. do an independent investigation. Whoa! Excuse me. Sounds to me like CNN is a little bit on the conspiracy tip, ladies and gentlemen. Telling us what we've learnt, what they they've just learnt this in the last couple of days, by the way. <laughs> this stuff. They've just, they're very proud of themselves. They've just figured it out. She should take this little note here, this little notepad with these three bullet points on it. She should take it home and put it on the fridge and be very proud of herself. Maybe mummy and daddy will take you out for ice cream. Look at what you look at all of the things you've learned here. Isn't she so smart? <laughs> You know, I never heard of this theory until a couple of days ago when Dr. Fauci said it's okay to think about it. You know, I've been listening to Dr. Fauci and following all of his advice for the last 12 months. And two days ago when he told me I'm allowed to question certain narratives, I started doing it. And then I learned these things. Oh. I learned that uh, accidental lab infections have happened in the past. Really? Did you learn that? Wow, isn't she adorable? That's my girl. Very proud mum and dad, I think, at home, watching their sweet little angel learning these things because Dr. Fauci said it's okay to. This is what I like to call, ladies and gentlemen, this is what we call fearless media. Speaking truth to power. Wow, thank God Fauci came out and said that I'm allowed to question these things because otherwise I never would have heard of it. Now, one thing I want to make very clear, Please. which is that we don't know that these workers had COVID. They had no. symptoms that were sort of similar to COVID, but lots of things are similar to COVID. Yes. We don't know. Were they tested for the flu? Were they Are you <laughs> Wait a minute. You... Remember the mystery illness? <laughs> exactly, Foggy. She just said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> I mean, look, let's not go crazy here. We don't... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, let's not go crazy here, okay? We don't know that they had it. Trust the science, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know that they had it. I mean, were they? was the test even working properly? Did they just have the flu? Like, you know. I mean, it's, it really is similar to a lot of other things. Real, really? You don't say. Now, you wouldn't be saying that there's some kind of uh, potential issue with the testing regiments now, would you? Really? Are you, say are you saying that potentially uh, certain tests can give off perhaps, like, let's say, less accurate 
diagnoses or because that sounds like a very anti-science that sounds like a very misinformation-y kind of thing to say I mean, we've heard from the experts. We've heard from the intelligence community. We've heard from the, the, the preeminent microbiologists on planet Earth that this we're very strongly leaning against this starting anywhere except a natural evolution kind of scenario. But now Dr. Fauci said I'm allowed to ask questions, and now I have all of these things that I learned. Look at all of the stuff that I learned. Interrupted, sort of impeded the ability really? to do an Did independent they? investigation. Wow. Wow, now, really? one thing I want to make very clear, Please. which is that we don't know that these workers no. had COVID. They have symptoms no. that were... They had, they had symptoms that were like it, but it wasn't it. It was a mystery virus. <laughs> it was a mystery virus. I mean, it looked like it, it smelt like it, it tasted like it, but it wasn't like it. I can't believe it's not COVID. <laughs> oh, it's a mystery virus. Who knows? Maybe the tests weren't even working properly. Sort of similar to COVID, but lots of things are similar to COVID. Really? We don't know. Were they tested for the flu? Were Look they at tested this. For We're learning. Things? One thing is that a U.S. investigator who works with, w, with the WHO, with the World Health Organization, has said that they did not have antibodies to COVID. Mm. They were tested and did not have antibodies. But you have to ask, were they given the right tests? Oh. Were they given the right tests? Um. Uh. Why wouldn't they have been given the right tests? I mean, look at all the stuff we're learning here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Not all antibody tests work well. Who did that test? Look at all of these questions. Look at what happens when Dr. Fauci says you're allowed to think. Look at what happens to CNN. All of a sudden, oh, I've got all these questions. Who gave them the test? Was the test working right? Did they have it? Did they not? Can we really trust the testing results? Hello. Hello. Welcome to the party that was getting people banned off the internet. Welcome to the conversation points that was getting people kicked off this very platform. Six months ago. Oh, look at all the stuff we're learning. Here's what we learned here at CNN over the last two days because somebody said we're allowed to. What are, they, what are they playing at here? What's the angle? It's got to be an angle. I'm far too cynical now to think this is some kind of like babe in the woods stumbling across like a, you know, a notepad with something, you know, scribbled on it. And all of a sudden it's the fucking magical code to enter the Emerald City or whatever it is. I'm, I'm too cynical. I'm, I'm too broken for that now. So my first thought is what's the fucking play here? What's the play? What's the angle here? What are we getting at here? What's the next one? What's the next talking point? Because to go from that to this seems a little out of character. <laughs> Emerald City, Seattle. No, God, you've got to put a wall up to keep people from getting out of there. With all the heroin and the suicide health organization has said that they did not have antibodies to COVID. They were tested and did not have antibodies, but you have to ask, were they given the right tests? Not all antibody tests work well. Who did that test? Can oh. we trust the results of that test? Can we see those tests? Can we see those tests? Oh, can we see the results, please? <laughs> can we see those tests, please, sir? 
Hey? All of a sudden, because Fauci said it's okay, all of a sudden we're asking questions. All of a sudden we're pretending to be fucking journalists again. Isn't it wonderful? Bravo. You know, it's almost like if you were a very, very, very cynical person, okay, if you were a very cynical person with a very cynical view of the world, you might say that when this narrative was bubbling along under the previous administration, because, you know, perhaps potentially some agitators in the authoritative media like CNN, Perhaps some people thought we have to be oppositional every single time this fucking president opens his mouth. We have to say the opposite. We have to be against him all the time. And it's almost like they were against him for the sake of it, citing trust the science and international intelligence community members and whatnot as a reason for saying, hey, everything this guy says is wrong. And now that he's no longer in office, all of a sudden, well, he was wrong. Okay, it's not like he was right, but we're just learning this now because we didn't even know that people were talking about this six months ago. We had no idea. After everybody was already removed off the internet for talking about it, all of a sudden now we're talking about it. (laughs) And we're the first. Hey, we were here first. We were here first. It's like, take yourself back to the old prospecting days where somebody would, you know, the term stake a claim. That's what they used to do. They'd find a little patch that they were, you know, digging for gold on and they'd claim it. This this part belongs to me. This is my land. I'm digging here. I'm searching here. It would be like coming up, shooting that guy in the head, burying him in the hole and then staking the claim for yourself. Hey, look, we're the first ones here. <laughs> People were talking about it. You wiped them off the internet. Six months later, you're now using the exact same talking points that they were using and you're pretending like you're the first ones to fucking use them. Great line from Original Revolution. No one left to say I told you so. Scary thought. Very scary thought. All right. With that, let's say we go for a quick five-minute break. Much more to get to on the other side. So stick around. You're on the Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. And most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in in their millions right around the world. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with the good conversations and 
laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet, we also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you fucking Asian dick crazy? <laughs> you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my buds do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. And I oh, hate come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it. Uh, so subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Aloha and welcome to Pirate Radio, Ladies of Liberty, the hot seat. Or maybe this is my daily traffic report. I don't know. As you can tell, I, I seem to have a problem with commitment to one type of platform. I, I think doctors refer to that as uh, ADD. Uh, but anyways, if you want to follow any of those shows, you want to catch me live every single day of the week, you can follow me at Real Person Politics. That's Real Person P-L-T-C-S. Aloha. Another ain't no rest for the wicked Until we close our eyes for good it's Irrational Times, original music, interactive trivia, games, guests, VHS rental, adult learning center, window repair, flight trainer, kosher catering, and now introducing the lovely assistant. I do dip-dabs. And here, I use only the finest jib to combine with an organic jab to produce the highest quality jib jabs. Don't be fooled by those imitation jib jabs made in Chinese sweatshops. Enjoy fair trade jib jabs made locally here in Canada. Due to the outcome of a previous court case, the lovely assistant is prohibited from jib jabbing outside of Canada. This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. This right time on. this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. Second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Monday night edition. 
Daily Boogie Podcast. Don't forget to follow some of our friends. Rational Times, Coffee Talk with Sandra, everybody's favourite lover of French women might be on later tonight. Who knows? Who knows? You know the crew, you know the clan, you know the gang. Just give them a fucking follow. What else have you got going on? Yes. Yes. You don't even have to watch it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Follow them and don't fucking watch them. Don't give them, don't give them those eyeballs. Fuck them. Just follow them as a person. Hey, do me a personal favour. Winning TV. At Real Person PLTCS. Follow them. Give them a fucking follow already. Jesus Christ, mate. Poppy in the chat. Poppy 2.0. Hello, Poppy. Everyone say hello to Poppy. Poppy's an OG. Poppy's an OG, but she hasn't been around much lately. She says she's busy. I says she's found someone else. She's found someone else. She's found herself a new streamer. Come here. Found herself a new streamer that she likes. Doesn't come around here no more. Everyone say hi, Poppy. (laughs) All right. Let's get into it. Look, we like to have some fun on this show from time to time, but you know what's not fun, ladies and gentlemen? Trusting the science. It's not supposed to be fun. And in this day and age, I don't think anybody can be too careful. We've all got to take precautions. We know this here on Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Here on Team YouTube, we believe in keeping people informed, which is why we just spent the last hour talking about three things that we just learnt two days ago because we've been told that we're allowed to. <laughs> like I said, the media really does hate you. They really hate you. Um, they don't respect you at all. So... <laughs> Anyway, here on Team YouTube, we believe in always safety first, safety first, safety first, which is why I'm bringing you this. Um, This is good. Because, hey, if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for my puppy. Do you ever look at someone and wonder what is going on inside their head? Look at that image there. Now, if you're listening to the podcast and you can't see, let me describe it for you. So we have a young woman in a pink hoodie wearing a mask. That's, that's you know, obviously the right thing to do. She's also wearing like the big blue rubber gloves. And I don't mean the thin rubber gloves that you might find in like a hospital, like the hygiene ones. I mean the kind of rubber gloves that you scrub pots with in a prison fucking mess hall, you know. The kind of gloves they hand you when you're cleaning toilets and say, make sure you put these on, otherwise the shit is going to burn through your skin. She's wearing those kinds of rubber gloves. The big heavy-duty ones with grips on them, right? So you don't drop the spanner. (laughs) That kind of fucking rubber glove. So she's walking around with those rubber gloves and she's got an adorable little pupper and the pupper is very paddable. It's a very paddable little dog. I've got no idea what breed it is. One of the fucking little pissy ones. One of the little, one of those ones. A half dog. So she's got a lovely little half dog trotting along next to her. And the half dog, the little one, ladies and gentlemen, is also masking up. Yes. That papa, that papa is COVID safe. (laughs) It's a fucking dog in a mask. I don't know what's more amusing, dog in mask or person driving their own car in a mask. That's because that still makes me laugh when I see somebody 
you know, at a set of lights with gloves and a mask on in their own vehicle. I'm like, mate, <laughs> this 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 has been rough on you, hasn't it? <laughs> Poor guy. I've been saying I've been seeing the same dude at work, a security guard, one of the buildings I go to. And um I've been seeing the same guy at work for like nine months. Last night I said to him, This is the first time I've seen your face. And he was like, What? And I'm like, Yeah. And he just kind of laughed and he went, Oh yeah, I guess. Since he's been working there, I've never seen him without a mask on, except for last night. It was the first time I've seen him without a mask. And I was like, You're a fucking you're a pretty handsome dude. And then he ran away. <laughs> Probably won't ever come out and say hello ever again. I said, "Fuck, you're a good-looking man." What a fuck! No, that none of that happened. None of that happened. I just said, "This is the first time I've seen you." And he goes, <laughs> "Yeah," and then we went our separate ways. <laughs> so you can't be too safe. So dog in a mask, I think, is a good idea. Remember the experts, ladies and gentlemen. Remember the experts last year in the intelligence community said that this probably went from leaning very strongly to this going from one species to humans? We heard the experts. If you missed the first hour, go back and watch it. Now. (laughs) And then in an hour from now, you'll get to hear, but we'll already be gone. So just turn the lights off and close the door on your way out. Do you ever look at someone and wonder... What is going on inside their head? There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Can't be too safe. Been a lot of talk over the last couple of weeks about the army in the United States changing its ad campaigns. I can tell you from, you know, my perspective here in Australia, our army recruiting videos, and I know Foggy is an Aussie if he's still around. If you're an Aussie, you'll know this. <clears throat> Our recruiting videos probably haven't changed in like 20, 30, 40 years. It's, if they have changed, they've changed in terms of shit like, well, now we have to have like a woman of color working on the plane instead of a white guy all the time, right? It'll be little things like that. We've changed this, we've changed that. But it's always like the exact same, you know, it's like, do you want to better yourself? You know, do you want to challenge yourself and reach great new heights? Do you want to become a valued member of a team? Do you want to become a leader? Join the Australian army. It's always that kind of, I could honestly get paid. They could pay me five grand where they'd usually spend five million and I'd do just a good a job writing that shit. Trust me. It's very cliched, very normal. So there's been talk, though, over the last couple of weeks of a different tack being used by the military in the United States. Now, I'm old enough to remember, mind you. It's getting old now. Minister of Fun, give me with the diamond. Real warriors wear stilettos. Now we're talking. Do you remember the story back in 2015 where uh, one particular, like, I don't know what the term is, like a brigade or whatever it was, um, they wore sh- high heel shoes and walked around in their, like, as a military fucking, you know, PR stunt to say, like, walk a mile in a woman's shoes kind of thing. So you had all these army guys in red high heels walking around <laughs> for the cameras to take photos of them and stuff. That was in, like, 20, I'm going to say 2014, 2015. Google that shit up. Obviously put it more succinctly than the way I just put it. But if you Google it up, you'll find it. So... Yeah, that's that's a thing. That's happening. So talk over the last couple of weeks. 
because I'm like I said, I'm old enough to remember when the military would advertise, like say by I don't know, uh, paying money to have their logo splashed on a NASCAR, right? That kind of thing. Um, doing videos like the ones I talked about here, where it's like some dude working on a fucking uh, you know a fighter jet or something, <laughs> you know smoke and shit coming off the runway of the aircraft carrier, submariners looking at dials that nobody knows, lights flashing, people with guns wearing, you know, ski goggles, right? That usual fucking military shit. But that was not the video that came out most recently. Most recently, it was the inspiring story of a girl raised by lesbian parents who... um you know, is a scholar and doesn't quite feel like herself when she's at university, so she decides to become a patriot instead. And, I mean, it's it's a tearjerker. It really is. One of her mums was in an accident. I mean, you know, it's very touching moments, especially for the military. I mean, you couldn't ask for any more, could you? <laughs> so this, of course, has spurred a lot of conversation. Accusations of bigotry are always going to be high on the list. Uh, you've you've got accusations of wokeness versus accus- accusations of bigotry, and uh, yeah, of course this just burns through copy, newspaper space, time on panel shows and stuff. People are like, oh my god, it's fucking everybody's getting really upset about this. So I thought I'd touch in with one of my favourite proponents of what I like to call soft-boiled outrage, uh, Velshi from MSNBC, who also resembles somewhat a soft-boiled egg. I'm not going to lie, but, you know, that's obviously got nothing to do with his nickname. Soft-boiled outrage. Because he, he he doesn't, like, pour boiling water on your head. He lets it simmer, and then he puts your hand in the pot and turns it up slowly. Thank you for, Thank coming. You for coming. I'll see, I'll see you, you now. Until the skin is burning off your finger, it's burning off your bones. Then he's like, ah, see? That's soft-boiled outrage. <laughs> so he's one of my favorites. So I thought I'd touch in, because here in the corporate press, ladies and gentlemen, we want to give you the truth. It's pretty obvious that as a U.S. politician, you probably shouldn't insult shouldn't. the military. Yeah. Military policy, maybe, but not the people who actually defend this country. Mm. It's such an easy landmine to avoid. So easy. when a politician does go after the military, they must really mean it. Mm. Senator Ted Cruz recently retweeted a video which started out featuring a buff, bald Russian soldier yeah. with brute masculinity dripping off him like sweat. Okay. Well, to be fair, I didn't know Velshi liked to party, so well, that's cool, man. It's cool. It's very brave. Good on him. Good on him, I say. <laughs> Letting it be known, his feelings. Easy landmine to avoid. So when a politician does go after the military, they must really mean it. Senator Ted Cruz recently retweeted a video which started out featuring a buff, bald Russian soldier yep. with brute masculinity yes. dripping off him. Brute masculinity. Him like sweat. The video is spliced with a bright animated ad that tells the story of why a female American soldier raised by two mothers chose to join the U.S. Army. Yeah. Cruz compared the Russian Army's recruitment ad to America's ad, saying, quote, Holy crap, perhaps a woke, woke, emasculated military is not the best idea. Oh, Ted. 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 Isn't, don't you think Ted's being a little bigoted? Press 1 in the chat if you think Ted Cruz should be banned from the internet for bigoted speech. I press 1. Here, look. Here's my one. 
I think we need to get rid of Ted Cruz. I think he's I think he's being very harmful, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I do like that uh, Velsh, I like to call him here at Team YouTube. Uh, see, see, that's what I like to see. One's in the chat. Let's kick. Let's get rid of Ted Cruz for being so hurtful and harmful. Um, Velsh, to his credit, now he did say, did he not? Let's just go back a bit here. That it's okay to criticize the policy, but not the people. Okay, let's hear that again. Insult the military. Military policy, maybe, but not the people who actually defend this country. Okay, now do you see what's happening here? Do you see the like the masking of the of the real conversation that's happening here? These people are very good at doing this, by the way. People say that like uh, politicians and media types and whatnot, they'll use people for like some kind of political advantage. I don't know if it's necessary. I think they use them as like little meat shields. I think they use them as like blast deflectors. So they prop up the people in front of them. They hide behind them and use them like full body shields. And then when the bombs start going off, you know, they, they hold up the, 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 the people that they make of heroes to deflect the blast because what he's just said there. No, it's okay to criticize the policy, but not the people who serve. But you see, the new commercial with the, the story of the girl being raised by two mothers, it's all about her. And that's the criticism, right? So they're criticizing the policy <clears throat> that you would make a recruitment video, pardon me, <clears throat> that they, you would make a recruitment video where it's all about, you know, the story of a girl being raised by a lesbian parents. That's the criticism. But they're using her now to say, no, 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 you can't criticize the people. These are the people of the military you're attacking. It's like, no, no, we're attacking the ad campaign using these people in the military. See what I mean? So it's like Greta Thunberg, okay? It's like um, David, what was his name? David Hogg, right? When they were minors, especially, still a little bit, but especially when they were minors, um, they would say something. A bunch of people would argue that, like against what they were saying, and they'd say, no, no, you're not allowed to criticize a child. That's not fair. And it's like, no, 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 but we're criticizing the argument. Because it's your argument. You agree with her and you're not a 16-year-old girl, so why can't I argue with you? Right? Oh, no, you're just, you're just upset. You just hate the children. You know, you're scared of the children. It's like, oh, God. God. That's, that's why I've said, you know, for a long time, don't bother arguing with people on Twitter. Don't, don't bother arguing with people on Twitter, in chat rooms, fucking on blogs, leaving comments on news stories. Don't fucking waste your time. You know, if you must debate or something, then do it like to, to a person. It's best you can. And then it's calm and civil and you can read each other and stuff because it just... It, all of this is just designed to devolve into you know, irreconcilable shit. It's the only outcome that can come when you have people with those predefined positions on things. So, that, like I said, they're using, they use these little heroes as meat shields so you can't criticise their policy, you can't criticise their argument, you can't criticise their agenda because their agenda is the person that they're using 
Therefore, they'll accuse you of attacking the person and not the agenda. <clears throat> and, and how you get around that, I'm not sure. But I do know that trying to, you know, argue with people on blogs and on Twitter and shit isn't going to fix it. You're not going to change their mind. Because like I said, for them, the person is, is the policy. So you can't attack the policy without attacking the person. Therefore, they can do whatever they want. As long as they have the appropriate meat shield to deflect the blast of your outrage. And like I said, how do you get around that? Don't know. Don't know. Be creative. <laughs> it's such an easy landmine to avoid. So right. when a politician does go after See, the avoid military, it. Don't they even must really talk about it. it. Don't even Senator question Senator Ted Cruz recently. The, the end result of that is what he's saying to you here, what he's implying here is don't even question what we do. Right? You're not even allowed to question this this commercial. You're not allowed to question this army recruiting video, which is about a girl and her two mothers. Right? You're not allowed to question the wisdom of it. Don't even walk down it. Avoid stepping on that landmine. How dare you must be stupid to think you can question what we do here. You're attacking a person, not the policy, right? Fucking, it's a great world we live in. Void. So when a politician does go after the military, they must really mean it. Really mean it. Senator Ted Cruz recently retweeted a video which started out featuring a buff, bald Russian soldier with brute masculinity dripping off him like sweat. The video is spliced with a bright animated ad that tells the story of why a female American soldier raised by two mothers chose to join the U.S. Army. <laughs> Cruz compared the Russian Army's recruitment ad to America's ad, saying, quote, Holy crap, perhaps a woke... And, and just incidentally, what is their fucking thing with Russia? Right? What is the thing? Any Anytime anybody mentions Russia whatsoever, it's like fucking kryptonite to Superman. They, they, they fall in a heap. They lose their special powers, right? And all of a sudden they're like, Aah! not Russia again. <laughs> The Russia thing really annoys them, doesn't it? For some reason. Woke, emasculated military is not the best idea. Not the best idea. Cruz, an army of one in some ways, doubled yeah. down by... See this? He's the only one who thinks this. According to MSNBC, Cruz is the only one pointing out that comparison, saying, hmm, that seems interesting. He's an army of one. Everybody else agrees with us. You know, and if there are people out there who disagree, but don't, you know, let it be known that they disagree because we'll accuse them of attacking a person, right? We'll accuse them of bigotry if they disagree with us. Uh, well, they, they don't really count. So fucking ignore them. Anybody who's anybody, the blue checks agree. <laughs> anybody who's anybody agrees with us. And so Ted Cruz, sorry, you're all on your own, says the host of MSNBC. Which is probably not in the top 10, not probably not in the top fucking 30 of rating shows on cable news. Saying, quote, we have the greatest military on earth, but dem politicians and woke media are trying to turn them into pansies. <laughs> oh, Ted. That's not very nice, Ted. <laughs> Ted Cruz, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he's being very, very, very provocative, is Ted. That's uncalled for. That's bigotry, if you ask me. 
that one, one more time. Let's just double check to make sure it is bigotry. Dem politicians and woke media are trying to turn them into pansies. Right. Okay. Well, that's one man's view, I guess. End quote. I mean, this the the, the key about this this Ted Cruz quote here is, and in fact, you know, we'll just play it one more time for the purpose of woke emasculated military is not the sure. best idea. Cruz, an army of one in some ways, doubled yep. down by saying, quote, we have the greatest military on earth, but yep. Dem politicians and woke media are trying to turn them into pansies. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we got it clear, just to be sure. So, um, you know, obviously very bigoted behavior. And another reason why Ted Cruz should probably be removed off the internet, of course. End quote. End quote. I don't know why Ted Cruz promoted a Russian military recruitment video while using an... <laughs> Remember I've told you you've got to you've got to you've got to go by these people you've got to go sentence to sentence. See him and I'm not this isn't a fucking defensive Ted Cruz or whatever. This is just yet another example of the disconnect in like basic communication links between people. Again highlighting the fruitlessness of trying to argue with somebody who has this ability this ability to manipulate, this ability to extract implication and inference where it ought not be or where it ought not come from. So to this guy, Cruz comparing two videos, right, and saying, okay, this is video A and this is video B, and I think video A is more appropriate than video B. To this guy, that's the same thing as promoting video A. So what, are you admitting that it's better than video B then, are you? Because that's the only way you can promote something in a comparison is by saying this one is better than that one. Because he didn't say, right? So now we're promoting the Russian military. We're not comparing anything anymore. Now we're promoting. Oh, so you admit that it's better then. <laughs> Jim Edward in the chat. What a pansy. <laughs> Yes, Minister of Fun, give me with a diamond. Uh, Velshi fucking with the Zodiac Killer. Not wise, my friend. Not wise. <laughs> I don't know why Ted Cruz promoted a Russian military recruitment exactly. video while using an anti-gay slur to disrespect the greatest military on the planet, but... Ooh, salty as fuck. This, this level of salt shouldn't even be possible here. Perhaps he needs some reminders. Okay. America's military... Is voluntary. Really? These woke and emasculated service members swear an oath to the Constitution to defend our country without us even having to ask. Defund the police. Fund the military. <laughs> the absolute state of corporate media in 2021. The absolute state of, like, the liberal media complex in 2021. How dare you attack the military? Aren't you the same fuckers who were throwing buckets of blood on them when they came back from wars not that long ago? Aren't you the one saying that, like, uh, weren't you the one saying during the Gulf War and stuff that the uh, soldiers should be lynched for war crimes and shit? Wasn't that you? Yeah, what of it? So what? Well, you know, it's just a little weird that now you're out here fucking sucking their dick. <laughs> it's a little weird, bro. How, how dare you attack the military? God damn it, they're fucking heroes. It's like, yeah, you've changed your tune. <laughs> I mean, you struggle to keep up at times. All right, so we like them again, do we? So, okay, so this week we're not trusting the science and we love the military. Okay. All right. 
stay tuned for next week when we'll hate the military again because we'll accuse them of being racist and we'll go back to the original story about the origins of the COVID and therefore we'll go back to all of our old clips and delete the new one. And then we'll say, we've never heard of this before. This is a new thing. (laughs) And we'll get all you rubes fucking marching to our beat once more. Ted Cruz, to my knowledge, has never volunteered to put his life on the line for this nation. More importantly, Ted Cruz seems to have had a hard time understanding or appreciating the idea that the United States military knows that recruiting people from all walks of life is its strength, Mm. not its weakness. Really? Our military is made up of every gender, sexual orientation, race, background, height, hair color, and faith. How fucking they amazing. are the bravest people in the world, and they okay. are a snapshot of our entire great country. Okay. Maybe Very if Ted passionate. Cruz and the Republican Party could actually get behind diversity, inclusiveness, and big tent thinking, maybe they big wouldn't tent, have to jerk. Big tent thinking. <laughs> Henry in the chat. Oh, that's what it means. Oh, okay. I got it. <laughs> hey. If only the Republicans could get behind diversity. Because, you know, here's the thing, right? I've known a couple of guys. I'm not a military guy, but I've known a couple. And you know what they've told me about, like, being in active duty and, like, being in gunfights and stuff, firefights in places like Iraq and Afghanistan? They've told me, mate, we thought we were done for, but then we remembered that one of the soldiers in our platoon is a trans person. And then we, we just knew. We knew from that moment that we weren't going down. We weren't going to lose. That made all the difference. See, we thought we were done for, but then we looked around and then we remembered Roger. He's a black guy. So we knew that because we had Roger, a black guy, and because we had a trans person in our platoon, that meant that we couldn't fucking lose the, the battle. That that was our biggest strength. Okay. See, that's, that's what all of these, you know, hardened fucking soldiers tell me. <laughs> the, oh, no, obviously, mate. Obviously. Yeah, no, when we looked around and realised that we have, uh, you know, women of colour and minorities and trans people in our platoon, then we realised, hey, this is our greatest weapon, boys. And girls and other, whatever. Don't want to be offensive. Somebody write him up, please. He said, let's go get them, boys. That's offensive. Just <laughs> the ca- Mike, I, I'm writing to petition you to say that my captain should be demoted because he said, let's go get them, boys. Holy shit! Poppy 2.0 dropping a fucking gainie on us. Thank you, Poppy. Everyone say hi, Poppy. Hi, Poppy. Thank you. Very generous of you. So, you know, clearly we've got the trans people. But yeah, the captain said, boys, let's go get them, boys. So I think he should be fired. Because he knows diversity and inclusiveness is our strength here in the military. (laughs) And how dare you try to undermine it. Uh, Poppy with a diamond. Thank you, Poppy. Gerrymander districts push the big lie and change voting laws to win elections because America's diversity is its biggest strength. Our weakness, on the other hand, is politicians who tear... Riceman4433 with a diamond. DLive.tv slash Iceman4433. If you're leaving messages with your diamond, they're not coming up for me for some reason. For some reason. Just in case you are. So it's not my fault. And if you if you are, then I apologize because I'm not seeing any. Tear others down, insult the men and women who serve us and leave their constituents yes. to freeze to death in a winter storm oh. while they hop on a flight. He always bring it, always bringing up all of the juicy little talking points that they've collected over the last six months or so. 
This guy doesn't even stay at home and freeze to death. <laughs> Fuck him. What does he know about diversity? I don't know. To Sunny Cancun. Sunny Cancun. There you have it. Very salty little clip there. I'll put that one in the chat for you. Because the Velsh was on a roll here on a Media Watch Monday. There you go. All right. Now, what's the time here? How are we going for time? Yeah, I've got one more for you. Okay. How about this? How about this? We can either do... It's it's player's choice. You decide. We can either do Marjorie Taylor Green. Is that her name? Or Green Taylor? I forget. The, the, the fucking cube bitch from, from Congress. The cube chick from Congress that says shit. We've got her, Marjorie Taylor Green, or we can do Governor Whitmer being awarded. Get this. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Governor Whitmer getting an award for her work in the COVID pandemic. It's just... I'll tell you what, what award she's won. She's won. Where is it? She's won, she's won an award for courage, ladies and gentlemen, for profile in courage. She's won an award for being brave. So press one in the chat if you want uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Press two in the chat if you want Elizabeth. Uh, is it Elizabeth? No, Gretchen. Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, winning an award for being a brave person. <laughs> stunning and brave, literally. An award for being stunning and brave. Looks like the ones are looks like the ones are just in front, so we're gonna go with the ones. We'll go with the ones first. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know her. She's a politician who says things. Now I have to be very clear, I have to put a caveat at the start of this before we even start to investigate this. And I have to put a caveat because people are stupid fucking idiots now. Most people most people are stupid idiots. Present company excluded, of course. But the rest of the people out there, they're all stupid idiots. They're all dumb idiots. <laughs> so let me put this caveat. I've never really been offended by the things politicians say. So before anybody, before anybody tries to drag me into some like shared outrage situation, I'm, I'm here to tell you right now from the get-go, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to feign outrage at something you find offensive just to be like a good guy. I would much rather you think of me as a fucking asshole than do that. Okay? So I just, I'm just putting that out there. So if you hear something offensive from this person, from this politician, and you want to take an issue with it and then take an issue with me because I'm not finding it as offensive as you do, then you best jog on. Jog on before we even start because it's not going to end well. Either way you look at it, okay? So, let's go. Now, somebody who is going to feign outrage on somebody else's behalf is one of our favourites here, and it's been a long time since we've actually covered Jim Acosta. You know why? Because he's not at the White House anymore. He did his tour of duty. Now he gets a desk job. 
And I love Jim Acosta getting a desk show at CNN. You know why? Because finally, now everybody can see just how fucking dull Jim Acosta really is. Really. Because I've always known him as a very dull reporter and a very dull opinion journalist, a very dull individual. Not dumb. Like, I'm not saying he's stupid. I'm just saying he's dull. He's, 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 I mean, he is that very bland grey suit and tie that he's wearing. He's a dull man, <laughs> right? So, but because of Trump, right, and because of his angsty little teenagey little fucking back and forwards that he used to have with Trump, right, he got like a kind of semi-rock star status on the internet because people will just say how fucking good he is, even though he's terrible, because he was going after Trump, right? So everyone's like, yeah, Jim Acosta got himself a bunch of fucking Twitter followers. Uh, didn't he Didn't he do a book or something as well that nobody fucking read, right? So he, he, he elevated his status because of Donald Trump to the point where he can finally get this desk job. But like I've been saying for years, um, Jim Acosta is a very fucking dull person. And now that he's behind the desk, you get to see just how dull he really fucking is. Have a look at this. And today there is growing, it's, growing it's outrage so on Capitol Hill over GOP lightning rod Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene and a remark she made comparing mask mandates to the horrors of the Holocaust. Oh. But predictably. Oh dear. She did what now? Yeah, I know she's fucking batshit crazy, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Not offensive. These things aren't offensive. They're not. You know what's more offensive? Saying, we think it's a good idea to arrest citizens before they break a law in order to keep everybody safe. That 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 worries me. When one politician says this is offensive because it's just like the Holocaust, and another politician says, You can't mention the Holocaust, that means you're an anti-Semite. That's the stuff where I go. <laughs> But, 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 there is a but. There's always a but. But I will feed on the amusing outrage scraps that these people produce, right? Because I find the outrage fucking hilarious. So I'm not even commenting on the thing that she said. I'm commenting on your reaction to it. That's what I love seeing, people's reaction to stuff that's supposedly offensive. That's what gets, that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. I don't care much for the issue itself. But I want to see how you fucking lunatics deal with it, right? So let's see how Jim deals with it. The very dull Jim Acosta. And also, shamefully, shamefully. the Georgia Republican is doubling down on her comment. How dare she? Take a listen. Yes. I stand by all of my statements. I said nothing wrong. And I think any, any rational Jewish person didn't like what happened in, in Nazi Germany. And any rational Jewish person doesn't like what's happening with overbearing mass mandates and overbearing <laughs> vaccine policies. Do you understand, though, why some would be upset and offended by the comment? See, I love that question. Do you understand why they would be upset? Because there's no right answer. If you've ever wondered why reporters ask that question, I'll tell you, it's because there's no right answer. So if she asked, have you ever wondered why people would find that upsetting? You've only got two options, yes or no, right? And so if you say, yes, I understand why people are upset, 
That means you're a bad person because you're saying something even though you know it's going to upset people, right? And if you say no, that no, I don't see why people uh, would find that upsetting, then they'll accuse you of being unempathetic and an elitist, right? So it's, it's one of those, there is no right answer. Hey, hey, do you know why people would be offended by that? Well, yes, I do, because it was very offensive. Okay, so if you know, why are you offending people? You're obviously a heartless bitch. Do you know why that uh, people would find that offensive? No, I don't know why people would find that offensive. Wow, somebody has no empathy. Right? You see how this... It's very cheap and very hacky and very predictable and very obvious. And, and still, still though, people will fall for it constantly. But we really do deserve better media. But we're not going to get it because like we showed in the first hour, they fucking hate your guts. So they'll just completely reverse 180 on a story and drive. They'll rev You'll be running a long car on behind the tank, right? Their tank is rolling down the street. You're running behind their tank, thinking about your lesbian mothers and what a great job they did that made you want to join the army. You're running along behind, and then without warning, they'll just slam the tank into reverse and back over you, crushing all of you in the process. Whoa, whoa, what's going on here? No, no, we're going this way now. We're going the other way in the conversation now. We're heading back there. Sorry. But I was behind you the whole way. <laughs> and today there is growing outrage on Capitol Hill. Outrage. Over GOP lightning rod, Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene, and yep. a remark she made comparing mask rod. mandates to the horrors of the Holocaust. Horrors. But predictably and also shamefully, the Georgia Republican is doubling down on her comments. Mm -hmm. Take a listen. Mm -hmm. I stand by all of my statements. I said nothing wrong. And I think any any rational Jewish person didn't like what happened in, in Nazi Germany. And any rational Jewish person doesn't like what's happening with overbearing mass mandates and overbearing vaccine policies. I mean, you know, look, you already live in a time because, you know, some of my more progressive friends who listen to this show, I've been told many times now, I've got told again like this week just passed, that because I have a few progressive friends, they listen to the show, but they don't chat in the chat room because they think all of you are like, you know, right-wing extremists. And I'm like, no, it's really not true. I think you'll find like a pretty broad spectrum of what people believe in and what people view. I think it probably leans libertarian, generally speaking, right? But, you know, you to be fair, I don't think we do have a lot of like hardcore, you know, fundamentalist style Christian conservative types who, who chat either. We might have one or two and that's fine. But, um, you know, I think all the swearing and stuff probably puts them off. All of the swearing and filthy jokes and talking about sex robots and shit probably tends to make them go, well, I'm not going to be a full time watcher of the show. I like it when he does good stuff, but not all that shit. <laughs> you know, I don't even blame them. So they'll, you know, they'll be listening later on and they don't chat. This is one of those occasions, ladies and gentlemen. I said nothing wrong. And I think any any rational Jewish person didn't like what happened in, in Nazi Germany. And See, the thing is, Stephen Miller, it doesn't even, we live in a time and a, and a place and an era, my progressive friends who are listening, where Stephen Miller is a Jew, right? Jewish guy. He was being accused of being a Nazi. And you would point out to people, he's a Jewish man. How can he be a Nazi at the same time? And I'll say, it doesn't matter. So that, that's the era we're living in. So if you think a rational conversation is going to come, 
if we if you think that one day we'll be able to get to a look at that look on Jim. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> look at Jimbo. He looks very serious, doesn't he? <laughs> He's not He's obviously not very happy at all with what she had to say. Fuck, Jim. That's that's a killer there. <laughs> Jewish person doesn't like what's happening with overbearing mask mandates okay. and overbearing vaccine policies. Yes. Do you understand though why some would be upset and offended by the comment? Well, do you understand how people feel about being forced to wear masks or being forced to... See, this is why they don't like her because she didn't play the little game of the yes or the no where there is no right answer. Instead, she just threw a question back in their face like, maybe that's the only way to deal with it. Don't Just don't even engage. Every question they give you, just throw them another, just change the topic. Just talk about whatever you want to talk about and just fucking ignore them. <laughs> just treat them like a, a whore with a microphone that they'll just give to everybody. All right, let's get back to Jim. Jimbo. Oh, to yeah, be clear, there Jim. is no equivalence here, but for reference, here okay. is Green's original comment. Okay, please. Better be good. You know, we can look back in a time in history where people were told to wear a gold star and they were definitely treated like second class citizens, so much so that they were put in trains and taken to gas chambers in Nazi Germany. And this is exactly the type of abuse that Nancy Pelosi is talking about. See you Susan. Okay. So obviously, I mean, obviously very offensive. Uh, my favourite part about that is she's now being accused of anti-Semitism for that. Which I would have thought was kind of like the opposite of the point that she was, you know, granted haphazardly trying to make. You know, in a very ineloquent fashion, she was trying to make a very crass comparison. Right? Fair enough. Granted. I'm not offended by it. She could have done better. Gypsy of Diamonds with the diamond. Vantage of Steals a Diamond Gypsy. Did they poll Holocaust survivors? Who is enraged? Doesn't See, this is the thing. It doesn't have to be the person who... <laughs> we're enraged on their behalf now. You know, it's, it's shared outrage. It's, it's community outrage. Perhaps if we all bear the load of this outrage together, then maybe no one individual will feel it so painfully. How about that? How do you like that shit? How, do you, how would you like to see that shit on a Hallmark card, huh? We're on fire today. <laughs> you know why? Because these media types are very fucking predictable. That's why. John Malvo is up on Capitol Hill for Suzanne. How are members Suzanne. of Congress responding Not Suzanne. to this? Once Not Suzanne. Suzanne. <laughs> Again, members of Congress uh, are going to be asked about Marjorie Taylor Greene's comments. Rocks on. Put on a red light. Rocks on. Uh, that just are beyond the pale once again. Well, Jim, there are a lot of lawmakers who are speaking out today saying it is outrageous, it's offensive. Mm. At the very least, it is very... It's outrageous, it's offensive. Ignorant of her to Ignorant. say these comments, but I should also let you know there doesn't seem to be much appetite for punning, punishing her necessarily. <laughs> she needs to be punished. Punishment. But there doesn't seem to be much of an appetite to punishing her. Oh. How fa how awful for you, Suzanne. <laughs> and how does Suzanne feel about this? Well, I think she should be punished. Punish her. 
necessarily for these comments. She had already lost her committee assignments yes. a long time ago. For but that's not enough. She needs to be chased into the cornfield. For previous uh, controversial and offensive comments that she's made in the past, it is possible that Congress could censure her, but there doesn't seem to be any discussion or move no. afoot about this. Why not? But there are individual members, Good. lawmakers, Good. who say that it is... Because what I need now... What I need now is a whole bunch of politicians who are too afraid to say fucking anything ever. What I need now is for all of them to line up conveniently on this clip and explain to me that this is also one of those things that they think is offensive and disgusting and should never be said. Because then I'll know what I'm allowed to think, you see. I, I need all of them to come out and tell me that this is the most awful thing that anybody could possibly say. And if I don't feel bad as well, then I'm part of the problem. That's what I need to hear. Because then I'll know. Then I'll know that it's safe to feel outrage. We need the outrage, exactly. Absolutely unacceptable that she's using this language, making these kind of ridiculous comparisons. Mm. Uh, we did hear from freshmen. Now, I like, I like that she mentioned specifically there, ridiculous comparisons this language making this kind of ridiculous comparisons haven't we just spent the last four years comparing the president to literally adolf hitler see there's a there's a genuine lesson to be learnt here okay and the lesson is this compare trump to hitler equals good compare dc to holocaust equals bad <laughs> <laughs> Compare GOP to Nazi Party, good. Compare DC to Nazi Party, bad. If you compare Donald Trump to Adolf Hitler, you are doing the correct thing. You're a rational person. You're a very progressive, uh, you trust the science, right? You're, a, you're one of the good guys if you compare Donald Trump to Adolf Hitler. But if somebody compares Nancy Pelosi to Adolf Hitler, that, then that is the most sick, disgusting, offensive thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> hey. They hate you. The media hates you. They hate you. They can't stand you. Trump is Hitler. Very good. Very good. Let's do a uh, let's do a 10 p.m. on why Trump is Hitler. Can we bring a panel on to discuss why Trump is Hitler, please? We'll do that at seven. Tell you what, uh, tomorrow we've got five hours of Trump is Hitler programming to discuss. Uh, the New York Times is now going to write an article on why Trump is Hitler, and we can talk about the Times article, and we can say, look at all of these outlets, Washington Post, New York Times, LA Times, everybody's saying that Trump is Hitler. It must be true. Here's the editor from the Daily Beast to tell us why he thinks Donald Trump is Adolf Hitler. It's a very, it's a very, it's a very fair comparison, I think. Coming up after the break, why this woman compared Nancy Pelosi to Adolf Hitler and is therefore deserving of being thrown out of Congress, of being punished, of a sick, disgusting, demented, debauched bitch who can make such horrible, offensive references. 2021, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Kitty B. Kitty B. <laughs> I just looked over to my Twitter. Thank you very much. I love Kitty doing this. Kitty's been taking the, um, she's been taking screenshots of the different shows at various times. Hang on, hang on. Where is it? Come on, show me the thing. Here we go. 
Kitty B, ladies and gentlemen, capturing the moment beautifully there. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> that face. Let me put the link in the chat for you. Wonderful stuff. All right. Where were we? Oh, that's right. We were talking about how offensive this is. Let's carry on. Uh, we did hear from freshman Republican uh, Congressman Peter uh, Meyer. Guy. He is somebody who... Listen to Congressman Peter Meyer. Listen to his, you know, explanation on why this is offensive. Who, uh, voted for... And remember that somebody voted for this man. Somebody voted for this person. For Trump's impeachment. He's a Republican. Impeachment also supports uh, the independent bipartisan uh, bill, if you will, for an invest investigation of the January 6th attack on the Capitol. And he had some very strong words. Very strong. Very strong words. We're strongly leaning to this being a natural thing, by the way. But we also have some strong words to go along with those strong feelings. Green. Okay. Any comparisons to the Holocaust, um, it's beyond reprehensible. Uh, it's beyond. Trump is Hitler, 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 Trump is Hitler. Comparisons to the Holocaust, it's beyond reprehensible. Comparisons to the Holocaust, it's beyond reprehensible. Comparisons to the Holocaust, um, it's beyond reprehensible. Comparisons to the Holocaust, um, it's beyond reprehensible. <clears throat> right? Now it's beyond reprehensible. Now it's beyond reprehensible. Just like, ladies and gentlemen, just like how six months ago, uh, nobody had ever thought of this idea. In fact, you know, Donald Trump and Mike Pompeo were tweeting about it at the time. Did you know that these conspiracy theorists were talking about the, uh, the, the COVID-19 pandemic? Can you believe that they thought it might have started from some kind of lab accident? Can you imagine that? And luckily, we had to remove all of these people off the internet for spreading that misinformation, of course. And over the last four years, when we were talking about how Donald Trump is Hitler, Trump is Hitler, Trump is Hitler. <laughs> I mean, that was fair, that was reasonable, that was adequate. But now that one person, one person has come out and said, well, Nancy Pelosi's doing a few Hitler things of her own over there. All of a sudden, it's reprehensible. We can't talk about it. We mustn't mention it. We absolutely must not fucking even consider in the same breath that these things could in any way be comparable. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday night with another show, probably at 7pm. Don't forget to follow some of our friends, Rational Times, Coffee Talk with Sandra, everybody's favourite lover of French women. Uh, Major Tom, you've got out there, at Real Person Peel, TCS, Chimani. Tomorrow night, Winning TV, ladies and gentlemen, dlive.tv slash winning TV. Don't forget about the Victor show as well. And anyone else I may have forgotten, uh, thank you to everyone who contributed tonight on DLive and on Streamlabs. And like I said, I'll be back on Wednesday. Till then, stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.